a light to our feet. It gives us encouragement, hope, directions for our daily living. Welcome to a Bible study. Today, we are going to look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. Here is Paul. Paul is in jail. He is bound in chains to a Roman guard. This guard is with him 24 hours a day, and he is writing a letter of encouragement to his friends in a town called Philippi. This is a small church that that Paul has founded, and he's in prison writing a letter of encouragement to this church. So let's jump in right here. Uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. I press on. Here is Paul. He is sitting in jail, and he is saying, that I am pressing on what God has for me. I know God has something special for me. I might be in prison. I might be trapped. I might be surrounded by the enemy, the guard. I might not have my freedom, but I am going to press on and see what God has for me. So I want to make this Bible study today a little practical. Let's jump on a a rabbit trail here, and we're going to go to Matthew chapter 16. And Jesus says to his disciples, he's asked a question. Who do the people say that I am? And then he comes and says, who do you say that I am? Peter jumps up, and and he says, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus says, You are right, Simon. And this was revealed to you not in human flesh, but from God. And he says this in 16, chapter 16, verse 18, he says, And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I want to unfold what Jesus is talking about right here in verse 18, when he says, And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I want you to understand what was actually happening here. The gates is not a physical place where the city doors are open. The gates in Jesus' time is where the leaders met, where they discussed philosophy, where they discussed where rules are made, where legal documents are taking place. This is where the leaders met of the church. And it's a special Greek word that talks about citizenship. 
And this is where the leaders of the city, the citizens met to make their decisions. And let's read it in that. And the gates of Hades, the leadership of Hades, the leadership of the enemy cannot overcome when you declare that Jesus is the Messiah, the gates of the enemy, the authority of the enemy has no power over you. You have the power. And Jesus continues here and says this in verse 19. He says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So look at this. Jesus is saying, when you declare that he is the Messiah, he is going to give you the authority of heaven. And the gates of hell, the authority of the enemy has no place with you. And then he's going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Who met at the gate? The leaders did. I'm imploring you now, during this time of COVID, this time of isolation, here is a practical approach for gathering of the saints gathering of the saints and when you gather as a body you are gathering with authority and Jesus is is going to release his authority to you and he's going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven right now there seems to be a push that where the church should be separated should church at home Yes, we do broadcast our church service on the internet. But I'm telling you, where there is a gathering of people, where there's a unity who are claiming that Jesus is the Messiah, where there's a unity in that. Jesus said in the Bible, where two or three are gathered, I will be there. Jesus is given a, a practical application right here and saying, when you come to the gate, when you come to a place of a meeting, come, declare that I am Messiah. Worship me. Declare my authority. And then I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind will be bound. Whatever you bind will be bound. And here is with prayer comes in. Prayer is a communication with God. And when two or three, and can you imagine a church of 50 meeting a prayer meeting or a church of 400 meeting in a prayer meeting, and they are agreeing in the name of Jesus, they will bind up what needs to be bound. In heaven, there is no sickness. In heaven, there is no illnesses. In heaven, there is no hatred. There is no envy. There is no dissatisfaction. There is completeness. And we want to bring that down. We 
as a church seem to be powerless. And here is a, a way, a practical way that if we would meet and we declare Jesus is good and we say, in the name of Jesus, this is wrong. Now, this is a Bible study with Dr. Gross. I believe in prayer for healing. I believe in medicines for healing. I believe in surgeries for healing. I also believe in prayer. I have no discomfort or no uh, ambiguity about saying, can I pray for my patients? I believe in the healing power of the blood of Jesus. And I will pray for you in the office. I will pray for you in the hospital. I also, reading this, it just breaks my heart that when a church has a prayer meeting, that nobody shows up for the prayer meeting. They think that they should stay isolated in prayer. And Jesus says, when you meet at the gates, I will be there. When you meet in, the po- in twos and threes, I will be there. And I will give you the keys. I want to read this one more time. Matthew 16, verse 19. Let's unfold it one more time. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Now let's take a little a rabbit trail. Jesus said in another story, he says when a, a house has been swept clean, the enemy will go to and fro looking for a place to live. And then he will come back and bring more friends with him and re-inhabit the place he just left. And the person is left worse off. This is Jesus' word. So when you pray for healing, when you bind the, uh, the crisis, when you bind the, the illness, you curse it, you release it, and you cast it off. But you want to lose what's in heaven. You want to lose what's in heaven, the goodness of heaven, and you want to bring that down into that clean, sl- slept room. So when you pray for somebody, pray for the healing and then pray for the Holy Spirit, for God himself to come in and inhabit that place. And where the God is, the enemy has no authority. So you pray for a restoration of what the enemy has taken. So when you pray for illness and you, and you curse the disease and you say, and now I declare to those healthy cells that you b- multiply, that you will gain strength, that you become able to function like you should, and we loose the goodness, the health of heaven into this body. And say, we want to restore what the enemy has taken. Here is Paul. He is in uh, Philippians. 
He founded a church. He's now in Rome, captive in jail. He is writing to his friends, and he says this, I press in. I press in. On a Bible study with Dr. Gross, are you pressing in to the goodness of God? Are you pursuing him for the goodness in other people? Are you pressing in for what God has for you to change the environment that you're in? Christianity is not just to have an everlasting life in his bosom, in his heart, in his heaven. Jesus said, eternal life is knowing God. Eternal life is knowing him. Are you pressing in to have eternal life now? And when you press in, and you know that God wants to drive away all illnesses, all sicknesses, all hatred. You then come with another believer and you pray over those situations with a confidence that the enemy has no power, with a confidence that God is going to give you the keys of heaven and what you bind on earth will be bound, what you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on the Bible study with Dr. Gross, where indeed the Bible is a light to our feet, gives us hope and encouragement and instructions for a daily living. May you be an ambassador for the kingdom of God.
gives us encouragement, hope, directions for our daily living. Welcome to a Bible study. Today, we are going to look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. Here is Paul, 